0: hi this is michelle from uh, never tell your stories and this is a story i told on the jenny mccarthy show that um is murderous um but i i like the song i sing and i like the story and i like murder so i'm putting it on my podcast i hope you enjoy it uh if not i apologize stay six feet from me no matter what thanks Hi, everybody. It's Michelle Lykowski, and I am here for my murder masterpiece. Uh, Today's edition is about a gentleman named Daniel LaPlante. He's from Townsend, Massachusetts. Uh, I can relate to Daniel in one way, and one way only. I I understand uh, the need to murder since living so close to my children, and yet... I'm not proud of that. It's not great. I need to work on it, and I won't murder. But let's talk about Daniel, shall we? So, Daniel is this guy who uh, was bullied uh, in high school. His father was an abusive, from all accounts. I don't know that, you know, all of this is allegedly people. I don't have court documents. It's all from the Internet. Um, and one of my fav- favorite podcasts, which is named Generation Y, if you have a chance, check it out. Anyway, so, from what I un- I gather, uh, Daniel was... Um, A kid with a a sexually abusive father. His mother got remarried to a guy who had no need for uh, Daniel to be in his life. Um, And they had a kid, or he already had the kid one way or the other. The kid did not like Daniel either. Uh, Daniel um, went to high school and... He was really big into porn, and so his mama was like, let's get you a therapist. And the therapist, from some accounts, not all, it doesn't excuse any behavior, but it makes an explanation, uh, sexually abused and uh, mocked him as well, which, fuck, God. The helpers, be the helpers. Anyway, so Daniel um, spent a good part of his... Youth after like around 15, 16, 17, he um, was pretty angry and would go into people's houses and rob them, but also just like move things just a little bit to make them know that they were there. I mean, the robbery should have been a clue, but sometimes he wouldn't rob them. He would just go into the house to have a drink of water and then move, um, let's say... uh, doll in the daughter's room from one place to another just creepy shit that would make people go "Ooh, was somebody in here there's an account of a woman came into the house felt like it was really weird a really weird vibe and went outside happened to see a cop driving by she flagged him down the cop came in um and he dropped the loaded shotgun he had and and hit the road and um Eventually, they caught him doing that once, I think, and you know he he kept going to uh, the police station and not getting really into trouble. Um, But one of the houses he broke into it was a widower's house with two girls, one of whom was about his age. Her name was Annie, Um, and their mom had just died of cancer and the dad i believe was a fireman and i'm probably wrong but again no facts google it um and he worked a lot and he was dealing with his grief his daughters were dealing with their grief and uh, this kid apparently broke in saw a picture of annie figured out uh, the telephone number because it was probably on the, the phone and it was back in 1986 or so. So, you know, the phone was like, uh, there was only one phone. So got the number, called Annie and was like, hey, my friend Stu gave me your number, which I don't know why Annie wasn't like, I don't know, Stu or whomever, but uh she, maybe he figured out her name that of a kid she knew and he started like catfishing her if for one of a better word saying he was really attractive he wasn't he uh you know played football he didn't another thing about daniel is that he was incredibly unkempt uh didn't like to bathe uh nor um groom himself really in any way and apparently he reeked so um he had a lot of issues. So Annie was like, like smitten with this guy who called her and said she was attractive. And eventually they arranged a date. And Daniel came to the door. And when Annie saw him, she was like, Holy fuck, that's definitely not the guy I thought I was talking to. But being a polite girl, girls do not be polite. Say no to strangers. She, um, got in the car with him and um, they had their date and about an hour in she was like this dude is creepy a f and she's like you know what i'm gonna get a rain check on these this date and she hightailed it home and when she got home she was like that was weird and kind of put it behind her again like i told you her mom had died fairly recently so when they were on this date he kept asking her about her mom like how did she die if she tries to talk to her and all this weird ass shit which is really the biggest reason why she was like fuck it i'm out so annie um went home called it a day her and her sister went to sleep and um then weird things started happening in their house um like i said shit would be moved Um, But then her and her sister would do seances, and uh, shit started, like, banging on the walls. But it only happened when they were alone it never happened when the dad was around and they told her dad their dad and he was like girls you know you went through an experience it's probably just hormones whatever whatever dad say to girls and they were like no dad something weird is happening in our house and eventually he started writing shit like i'm back in in blood slash ketchup um and you know the dad was like well that is pretty weird but i bet it's one of you until finally one day the girls came home from school and a knock on the door and there was daniel he knew the dad wouldn't be home for a while there was daniel wearing their mother's fucking wedding dress in makeup saying i don't know what he said but he had a hatchet and he was like, "All right, bitches, I'm gonna tie you guys up, and we'll see what happens." And so he did, and he he didn't torture them. I mean, that's pretty torturous, but he it it got really, really, really scary. And somehow the youngest was able to escape and went down the down to the next door's neighbor. Na- went to the next door neighbor's house, I apologize, and was like, yo, we got got a problem. So they called 911. Uh, He ran off, um, but they were like, where is he? And they looked all over the neighborhood, couldn't find him, couldn't find him, couldn't find him. Everyone locked their doors because they knew that there was a creep running around And guess where he was? He was in their house. So um, the dad actually was like, oh, guys, I'm so sorry. I was wrong. There really is a creep here. And uh, the cops came, took him away, took him to juvie. He was living in um, like a crawl space behind one of the girls' dressers. And he had also uh, kind of made a, a rat's den down in the basement behind the heater, which not heater. It's warm like a heater. It's called a dryer. So he would sit behind there and I guess he was probably warm. It's in Massachusetts. It's really cold. I don't know what time of year it is maybe it's not gold but um that's where he would sit and they would, like found all this shit that they were missing and then they saw you know found snacks and ugh, pornographic shit and just like creep town but he was gone luck were so woohoo. those girls lucked out um and he went to juvie but guess what his mama said, Mm-mm, my baby boy didn't do that. No, sirree. Not my baby boy. So she got him out of juvie and um, brought him home. So things started going missing again in, other, in people's homes. And they were all like, oh, fuck, it's that Daniel kid. And the mom uh, didn't pay attention to him. The stepfather, of course, didn't like him. And the brother also... Step brother or half didn't like him either, and Daniel was going to you know parole shit. But this kid is he needs help. He needs real help. Anyway, so he was out of juvie. He gets two handguns from a friend's home by stealing on December first in nineteen eighty seven. Laplante broke into uh, a. Gu- this family's <laughs> name—I'm gonna mess up. I'm so sorry. Uh, Gustus Gustafson. Their two kids are not home, so uh, he breaks in. He uh, there's a pregnant wife. Her name is Priscilla. And from all accounts, Priscilla was just an angel baby straight from heaven. She was a a nursery school teacher. She didn't raise her voice. Everybody just loved Priscilla. And he shoots her point blank with a shotgun. Then we remember Annie. Now Annie and her family were like, we're getting the fuck out of towns in Massachusetts, but it's really hard to. So it's been a year or so after that harrowing experience, and um, the dad is still trying to get them to move to New Hampshire. The I think they fucking moved that night. Like they were just like, get out. We're getting out. And the family, uh, the dad, and the two daughters moved to New Hampshire, and was was like, see ya. Don't want to be ya. So. They go to the mom's house, which is, again, half a mile from their house through the woods. And they said, we need to see him, and we need to see him now. And so, meanwhile, down the street, he had uh, carjacked this um, orange bug. Like, if you're going to steal something, guys, don't make it an orange anything. But he stole an orange. It wasn't a bug. It was that that van. And... um, took the woman with him. She smartly, like, jumped the fuck out. And she's fine. Don't worry about her. And the cops were like, I don't know where he went, but he's somewhere. Uh, They found a trail somehow. And he was at this lumber yard. And, like, the cops all went there. And then they knew exactly where he was. Eventually, they got Daniel. And um, they had... Enough evidence to send him away for three life terms. And recently in May, he tried to like say that uh, his lawyer wasn't great and all this other stuff. But they had this dude, so much evidence. And um, he's, uh, I don't think he's dead yet. And um, he's behind bars. But the, the big thing, the big takeaway, everybody, is lock your fucking doors. Just lock them always lock the doors lock your doors right now are you locking them i love you guys i miss you i hope i speak with you soon